Um, I'm super, super excited for such a good day like this. It's something I've been waiting for for a long time. I know I've promised like everyone here and there that you know what we'll be having someone who will be sharing with us. Um, it's called a collabo in other words. So uh, today I'm when I'm so excited to have someone um, partner and share with uh, with us about different things when it comes to waiting until marriage. I know like the last week we did talk about certain things about uh, uh, some some of the reasons that uh, like that that comes up the, like when it comes to sex before marriage. And I know I talked about several things uh, from the first one, you know what, it can ruin your chances of knowing real love. Second, it can also keep you from knowing God's best. And then they kept on going and saying, you know what, sex before marriage will hurt your self-esteem. And then the next was sex before marriage can leave you with, I mean, can leave you with long life consequences. And then lastly, it was sex before marriage can be a big disappointment. And today, um, I'm so honored to have someone who is going to be sharing with us today. So uh, right now, I'd just like to introduce to you uh, this individual who will tell you about themselves and what they do uh, and how they love young people as well. So you're welcome to my podcast. Uh, thank you, Maurice. Um, hello, everybody who's listening. Uh, my name is Patricia Nami Alochiwika. I am married to Brian Chiwika, and together we we have two beautiful girls. Um, been serving the Lord in children's ministry for over ten years. I love children. I'm passionate about children and young people knowing God, and also for the past few years, I'm passionate about helping helping young people, children and young people um, get through traumatic experiences in their lives so they can so that they can live a productive life for God. Um, I'm currently pursuing a diploma, a master's a postgraduate diploma in in counseling because I want to get into family psychology, child and adolescent psychology. Yeah, to 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 just have more skills on helping young people deal with traumatic issues and moving past them and giving them strength to to walk for to live for God and to to walk the life that God wants them to to have. Yeah, glad to be here. Wow, wow! Um, Thank you so much, Patricia. And um, so today, um, I'll be. We'll be sharing about um, some of the reasons, uh, more reasons, because I, I shared earlier on on my podcast that uh, we have 10 reasons uh, that I wanted to bring out today and uh, have done so far the first five. And today I'm doing the first, I mean, the remaining, the remaining ones. But uh, because of time and I think because of time, I'll just maybe we'll do two today. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know you have a lot of things you'll have to say with the context mm-hmm. uh, of things concerning uh, sex before marriage as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I'm so honored to have a married person speaking to these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, before we get to that, uh, I just want to share something small and then I'm just going to ask you uh, some few questions here and there. 
so so this this is mostly by the way this is what young people don't understand that engaging in sex before marriage can actually expose them to sexually transmitted diseases i know right now in the world we live in uh the world we live in it's uh it's a carefree world like there is no line between what is black and what is white like there's no line and and media is bombarding yeah media is bombarding many young people that you see uh like STDs no longer exist HIV no longer ex- exists uh there are protective ways you can do these things even when you're not married but i know as you believe with me uh the bible doesn't agree with that i'm sure yeah yes. yeah so yeah yeah. Uh, so, yeah can i say something yes please yeah i think the thing with sex is that it's more than just a physical thing it's a spiritual thing as well it's so while we the, the the problem is that the world gives protection for the physical bit of it which yes. protection which all the methods because I'm married and when I was getting married I got counseling and all the different methods for um uh contraception and things like that and none of them is actually 100% safe yes. anyway Um so you just pick and choose and see okay maybe this one will work for my body or this one will work for us but none of them are 100% safe first of all and they're just for the physical and when you've lived life as a human being you realize that I mean even for the young people listening to us right now if you can think of the things that have hurt you um there are pains that you've had uh on a psychological level on a mental level that you even sometimes wish maybe I wish it had some, been something physical that just hit me like this and unfortunately the thing with these protective methods that the world pushes they don't protect against the mental uh problems the psychological problems and even the spiritual problems that come with sex before marriage yeah wow wow Wow, that's actually very true. So whoever is listening to this, any young person listening to this, um any young adult listening to this podcast or even uh parents to this two amazing categories, this is reality. Yeah, and um I I I know mo- like just like earlier on most people think like most young people currently think that um these diseases are only transmitted through people who are prostitutes. Yet it actually happens to anyone else it can be transmitted through that one individual you think yeah. uh they are good yet in their dark zone they are like like they are doing things behind the curtain and it's affecting their lives and causing them to have these sexually transmitted diseases i i just wanted to share a story uh, about this um this um sorry this 19 I mean this about 19 I mean about this young person. Yeah. So a girl a girl who had sexual relations with only one boyfriend thought yeah. she was safe and she was terribly shocked when her doctor told her she was infected. So a disease tracker revealed that the guy had had sex with only one other girl but this yeah. girl that the boyfriend had had sex with had yeah. sex with five other men. Yeah. Who in return had been with 19 women. So some of them prostitutes. I mean they prostitute themselves. So like out out of the 19 some of them were prostitutes literally. So the girl who thought she had relationship or had an, a sexual encounter with this one individual. Mm. The doctor told like shocked them by saying 
they actually had sex with all over at least yeah. 19 I mean 92 people yeah out of the when, you have, when you have sex with one person mm. you've had sex with the people they've had sex with wow because whatever transferred from those people whether it's uh uti a certain small itchy infection yeah. uh, whether it's like the, the most serious ones like gonorrhea and syphilis like wherever that person has been um the chances are when they are with you they come with whatever they they got from wherever they got it from um and actually this even involves spiritually yeah so it's, it's not just the physical, physical yeah it's the spiritual um there are spiritual demonic powers working i was at a training recently and they were saying that i like it was a revelation to me that when you're having sex out of god's plan yeah who, who is who is benefiting the most it's the devil yeah so of course when you're having sex with someone who you're not married to the devil is rejoicing and that means his angels are his demons are surrounding you and they are celebrating because you're not performing the will of the father you're performing yeah. the will of the enemy yeah. so i mean if you're in that kind of situation where even demons are happy with you and they are they are celebrating what you're doing they are part of it eh? that means that things are moving around within you because the truth is there's a whole spiritual world around us yeah. and and so in the spirit those things are celebrating they are moving around you it's like a party eh? while you're engaging in in the kind of sex that is not biblical the kind of sex that god does not um approve of so when you think about that you realize that now even demons that this person was with from wherever they came from things like that are transferring to you wow yeah. that that is super interesting and um i know i would just like to jump into um the next one where they say uh, where one of the other reason is sex yeah. before marriage can shatter both a girl's life and a boy's boy's life yeah. and um before you get to to share more i just want to to to, to just say it this way that young people who experiment uh, i mean who experiment with sex outside of marriage should ask themselves literally that what will what what will we what will we do if this results into pregnancy especially for the girls yeah. and then also for the boys those questions of am i ready to be a father at this yeah. point should be also a question they ask mm -hmm. but then most of them don't do that mm -hmm. they think it's uh there's someone else who's going to take responsibility over uh, everyone thinks they're safe it can't yes, hit them it can't mm -hmm. hit them apparently they're mm -hmm. too safe especially you training and i remember this for some time uh on, on one of the trainings uh, i was listening to uh, so this this person who was uh, taking us through said that young people feel that they are so clever in their minds yeah. that they they know that they have ways on how to protect themselves that certain things won't happen but they don't know the reality is some of those things get to come out like yeah. the consequences of uh, sexual sin will always show up yeah or will always show up either through um uh, catching those diseases or even through pregnancies whereby the, the 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 child becomes a victim yet the child isn't the victim i mean like sorry the child is a victim of the consequences that uh, these two people are serving literally yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is what one person said one who visited a home for um unwed mothers said you can never forget the look of despair on the faces of the girls 
who had not I mean who do not know what their future holds so girls who do not know if they will ever know real love or uh, have a happy home so it's just it's not just the easy girls by the way that get pregnant but good girls as well get pregnant because i know some of some of them out there think that it can't happen to them even the good boys they think you know what they can't make someone pregnant but that can really happen and and, and some of them have this idea of you know what i will abort but they don't know yeah. that abortion is not an it's easy solution yes yes mm-hmm. killing an unborn baby is not god's will and it's not yeah. right Yes. So what do you do you say about uh, uh about that sex before marriage shattering both a boys and girls life? Yeah, I mean like what you've said is sex before marriage the chances of getting pregnant are high. Yeah. If I'm not having sex I'll never worry about getting pregnant unless yeah. I'm raped maybe. Yes. But if you're having sex it's a worry that you have to live with every day. I hope I'm being safe. I hope and the problem is usually because of the need for love girls will be more easily swayed by boys who will say we don't need to use protection maybe because it feels better without a condom and so like the 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 the, the how do, I hope that's not too much information but <laughs> the, the the repercussions are so much higher yes they are higher well yeah, first of yes so first of all for the girl when she gets pregnant the assurance of the boy there are not very many young men who will stick around to raise a child to yes. they are not they are very very eh, like they are so so few and of course they will need support as a young couple but it's not god's plan there's no parent who is there wishing their child at 16 will start giving them grandchildren i'm a parent of a 6 year old and a 2 year old and in my life i'm not wishing that one day at 16 or 14 or 18 even like when the situation is not within the right context i'm not looking i'm not looking forward to those kind of grandchildren um so of course for the girl education has to stop like the, her life has to stop eh? yeah to focus on this like, because when a baby comes the baby has come even when you're married even when you're married when the baby has come there's a lot of adjustments that has to be made to be able to take good care to give focus and attention to that child now when you're not married and you have to do that it's a huge shift and if it's a teenager teenage is not adulthood when you're a teenager you're still dealing with so many emotions so many uh, hormones so many things that you're trying to wrap yourself around wrap your mind around there are so many questions about life who am i all these identity issues and then you add a child to that it's it is very very it is not uh, a safe place to have a child let me say that yeah so for the girl they'll be dropping out of school of course bodily changes as you give as you give birth i mean when i was pregnant i was like if me a grown woman of 30 something years pregnancy can be this big can take this kind of toll on my body i get wondering what about a 16 year old mm-hmm. girl whose uterus is not mature enough whose everything is not wide enough like what what does that do of course the children the girls deliver babies i mean it's a natural process that god made so it will happen he will make a way for it but i just always thought like oh and then when you come to you've actually had the baby the cycle of emotions women go through even after having a child and now i'm even speaking like a normal woman 
yeah it's wow. so much and i can't imagine going through that with the pressure of when i ever go to school again oh my god this child has come oh my god the father has ignored me he doesn't want to know oh my god i'm just 15 years i'm thinking history literature science and a baby like it's it's a lot to yeah. handle but with the with the right support of course a girl can manage the problem also is is that you're setting yourself up for for like you said one of the uh, the earlier reasons was you won't experience God's best. Yeah. Now there's redemption, there is healing, there's God will lead you. Children remain a gift from the Lord, whether they are had in or out of wedlock, they remain a gift from the Lord because he's the one who starts life. And he, he made that process of sex to be where life begins, to be how life comes about. So whether we abuse it or take care of it, children will come and, you know, God will will will, will, will be... Um, kind of like the life of that child is not less because of how they came about. However, that the toll on the young woman and then on the on the young boy, you know, boys feel like they are safe. Um, it's you know he'll live his life. Most boys will will run away and ignore the girl and move on with their life. But it takes a toll on your any sin that you never repent. Like when when you don't have a repentant heart and a, and a place of going back to God and saying, God, what I did before you was wrong, then your life will always you there'll, there'll always be something that's not right. So usually the thing is with such children, like even when you're you're maybe you're like ah that was a, a high school fling and you threw her there, that child remains yours. And guess now what you've created? You've created you've you've created a fatherless generation. And how sad it is if especially you are a young girl or boy who grew up without a father and now you've taken part in that and maybe you always told yourself, For me, my children, when I grow up, they will so those are already dreams that have been crushed. Yeah. There's a child who will end up never really knowing their father unless you make that effort. And taking care of a child is so expensive. And I like what you said that some some young people feel like ah my mom will do it my dad will do it but for most for most you have to figure it out that's why school ends up having to stop because now you're not the priority educating you is not the priority feeding the baby buying milk buying diapers that is the priority so a lot of things change the the economic situation of the young people at that time I don't know any 16 year old who can safely buy diapers for a child like i don't know what kind of money that person is earning at that point even from rich families actually in rich families they send you away things like that yeah and then god forbid it's an abortion oh my gosh that turmoil you will live with even when you i mean i've heard of stories where girls aborted and then years later you know they feel like i have a clean slate yeah, they've covered up that thing yeah, it's kind of like how David, King David killed uh, Bathsheba's husband to cover up so that nobody would ever know that he had, you know, he had committed adultery with someone's wife, a whole king. So he killed that guy and he thought, yeah, he spotted, but God sees. And now in the cases of, yeah, in the cases of abortion and things like that, usually, I mean, some women, not all, but some women will reach the age when they want now you're fully grown, you're stable you found a loving relationship and you want to have children and you can't mm-hmm. and you know maybe it's something that happened to your body while you had that abortion abortions are never really safe 
and abortion is actually when you when you I've seen videos on YouTube about what actually goes on in an abortion. A child is torn from the mother's womb limb by limb. They pull out the leg, they pull out the that's why there's so much blood and it's so painful even for the mother because by the time you're pregnant that child is attached to your body. That's how a baby survives in the tummy of its mommy. By that time you're pregnant, that baby is now attached to your uterus. So that means, you know, the doctors are worrying about, let's make sure we don't over, let's not tear the woman up, let's not this young girl. But remember, they are dealing with also a uterus that is not fully developed, a 15-year-old uterus or 16-year-old uterus. Even 18-year-old uterus is different from a 34-year-old uterus. And so they're pulling this baby apart, limb by limb, hand, arm, leg, tearing the stomach, tearing the head, you know. We may never see it, but that's why there's always all that blood. Because it's actually, it's like one of the most brutal ways of murdering a human being. So now you've taken part of that. Eh? And, you know, there are some things that in the, like in the, in, in, in the spiritual life, they affect us very greatly. Now you've murdered somebody and you've done it knowingly you've made that choice i mean people talk about hitler hitler killed how many thousand jews how many what 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 but young girls are killing babies on a daily the problem with abortion also it makes you feel like ah it's okay now i've gotten a good solution the next time they get pregnant again because they usually do they'll do an they'll have an abortion again so now you're also ranking with the hitlers and the you know the the idiot means the the conies of this world who kept killing people because somehow people think in their head that because the child is in the womb it's nothing it's not a big deal but that's a life that god has put there and then girls will suffer with that torment for years actually for years if they don't receive the healing and the forgiveness from God, which is there, you'll suffer the, the torment of, oh my gosh, I actually killed somebody. Wow. So, wow. That was quite the information. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I'm so honored and I'm so, so excited that this gets to be heard by several people mm-hmm. around the world. And uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for giving the information. Thank you so much for for expounding on uh, different uh, different items that uh, was presented before you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much, and have a good time. Okay. God bless you too. Bless thank you, you too. for listening. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Okay. So from the different things that we've been able to learn today, I know you have been blown away. So for my listeners, I just want to share with you the last story about an 18-year-old girl who shared this story. She said, when I found out I was pregnant, I was 18 years old and two months away from college. My boyfriend was a uh, was a backslidden Christian like me and we chose abortion because we didn't want to face our family and friends simple every other person goes through that of course to cover up the, 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 the mistakes they've done so we took the easy way out that's what she says after my abortion I faced mental headaches and heartaches shed many tears and regretted the whole decision 
to this day i still get on my knees and cry asking the lord for his loving kindness because i was so wrong i struggled a lot wondering if god will give me a second chance he is such a loving god i believe with all my heart that he is god and yet i always carry conscience full of guilt the guilt will always remain but god cares about you so if you're listening to this and you have gone through this uh, torments or you have made this mistake god still cares for you there is second chance but you can't abuse a second chance because as you had earlier on from patricia who shared about the different uh, things that comes up with abortion you need to take it in cons- into consideration but thank you so much listen uh, for listening to my podcast see you in my voice yeah feel you in my voice as well but all i want to say is thank you so much for listening and have a good good time till next time <laughs> wow welcome to the podcast i know it's been a while i know you've been anxiously waiting for the remaining three reasons why sex before marriage isn't good so today i want to share the remaining three and um this is where i want to start from reason number seven sex before marriage can result into some big problems and it sounds very simple subtle just a small word but i am sure it's something so big and most times young people don't really see it that way until they get face to face with the consequences so this is where i want to start from you see sometimes a guy will say if you get pregnant we, we, we can get married and um I'm not so sure about the other side because I have not heard where a lady says, you know what, get me pregnant and we'll get married. But most times it's the guys who do that. So you see, marriage is a serious business. It means taking on a job you may not be prepared for. That's why marriage is for those whose minds are mature. This is what I always tell people. There's a time I was just sharing this with a, um, with a young adult, and, and this is what I told her. I'm like, you see, um, marriage is not for the faint-hearted. And then it's not a game. It's reality. It's reality. I've seen many people who have just rushed into marriage without plans, and boom, things happen. Now, imagine this is a teenager who is going through emotions and hormones are coming in and out and like everything is happening and they decide to make this decision you see marriage is not all moonlight romance and roses it's daylight diapers and dishes so i want you to consider this letter that i'm going to re- share it uh, to share with you i am 17 this person says i am 17 and already my life is messed up um, james and i steady for uh, went steady for six months and we began to do things we had no right to do and i'm sure you know what that is and that is sex i became pregnant we both quit school and got married i hate my life and what i did have done to james the baby cries all the time and gets on james's nerves he drinks too much and i can't blame him 
we live in a dump and there is no money for sitters to hire babysitters or for movies or decent clothes. James never says anything, but I know he must hate me. I am afraid he hates the baby too. There are times when I think this is all a bad dream. I'll wake up at home in my own bed and get dressed and go to school with the kids I liked so much. But I know too well that those days are over for me and I'm stuck. They will never come back again. I'm not writing for advice. I am just writing in hope you will print this letter of the, of the benefit of other teens who think they know it all like I did. Wretch at 17. So this person shares her story. And I want you to see it this way. As a teenager, reality sometimes hits you hard. No matter how heavy the tears flow off your eyes, no matter how many tears you get to feel, no matter how crazy your emotion goes, reality will always remain reality. So this is an advice to you who is out there that keep safe. Because when you have sex before marriage, it's going to result into a big problem and you are not ready for this yet. Because it's crazy. Same to the parents. Uh, uh, parents to these two amazing categories of young people, teenagers and young adults. Parents, speak. Speak life to your children. Teach them about the realities. Because sometimes as teenagers or young people, there is always this thing of I need to explore and see how far is too far. How far can I go? The truth is, it hits them hard when reality comes their way, where the truth comes that, whoops, the girl is pregnant, oops, the guy has made someone pregnant. It's real. And I, I know those, that may be a lot of stories, but I'm going to share it as well. During my youth uh, work days, way, way back, I meet a teenager who was 17 years old, and this is what he says. Different from the previous story, um, for sake of confidentiality, I'll hold their names. And this is what happens. So one time I was walking and I was from work, so I came back. I was going back home. So I was like, let me grab a snack on my way home. And I meet him standing, and he was furious and mad. And I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, um, you see, um, and this is an African, African typical story. He's like, you see, I've been sent away from home by my dad because I bought him the wrong airtime. And I'm like, that shouldn't be a problem. Because if it's, an, it's a, just an airtime issue, you can actually explain to your parents and they will be okay with it. So we have long conversation. Then he begins to tell me, by the way, Uncle Morris, there's something I want to tell you. I am not okay. I have done something wrong. I made a mistake. And guess where this mistake all came from? One thing. What he was watching. Because there's a time I asked him, I was like, please bring um, uh, young people, in case you want uh, music that feeds your soul, please get me your memory cards. And I put them, your SD cards. 
and on his SD card it was full of it had pornographic material in it so I had a chat with him and I told him by the way this can end in something so grave or bigger and we had a long conversation had to cancel him talked to him prayed with him deleted the videos put him the Christian music and he went his way and I told him man if you don't work on this because like if you don't work on it it's going to eat you up you will want to practice what you're watching anyways long story cut short um this guy tells me by the way Uncle Morris you see I'm just 17 and I've made a girl pregnant I'm like wow and they're all both minors I'm like this is not right and I didn't know where to start from so I'm like where's the girl and he tells me the girl is with the mom at home uh not the girl's mom but with his family that's why he walked away because they had a disagreement that the girl was about to give birth and the girl wanted to chill the baby home and move on with her life it was painful to hear that because the girl was 13 and the boy was 17 by that time so i had to make sure i involved the local authorities to get to speak into this and help them out and recommended their families to hold them accountable and work through it plus other things that I can share on this platform so after the conversation I told him man this is it you may stop take up the responsibility you are a guy to be soon you turn 18 so cutting the long story short um, I meet him five four years later and he was on drugs he was already in his late i mean early 20s so he was about 22 he was on drugs and i'm like how is your little girl your daughter he's like my daughter is well she's at home i'm trying all i can and he's trying to pretend as if everything is fine but i could tell because he was high and he's lost his teeth because he went into gang things and violence and it was so painful to see him and I'm like you made your decision only way I can help is talking to you and you deciding because even if I decide for you take uh, get you taken to meet a psychiatrist or um, a psychologist it will still take you to make the choice but see how it graded him he thought he would remain 17 for long he wasn't 17 for long and life has hit him hard I have never seen him again and then this the second last is sex before marriage can fool you into marrying the wrong person you see if if you become involved with someone sexually before marriage you may think that you have found real love when all you have is just thrill and excitement of sexual attraction you go ahead and get married and then you discover that you married the wrong person you find out too late that it was not real love but only sex that was the attraction infatuation if you remember from the different uh, things i've been sharing infatuation can push you to this limit and you i mean to this place and you feel like that's it i grew up in a place in school <clears throat> a school environment where uh, i would 
really see this happening I, it's crazy i don't know about the western world but here in africa it's so common where you'll find uh, uh, two young people like each other love each other and this is what they are doing they are seated together they are eating having lunch from the same bowl or same plate and they are feeding each other and you're like these guys ain't even gonna get married to one another but see what they they are drawing pictures and and building castles in the in the air but that's not true it's not true you see so it's very important to set your boundaries find your guardrails and know how far you can go and if you want to be friends just be friends don't add anything concerning emotional things that will push you down the drain to a place where you don't want to be and then lastly sex before marriage can wreck your marriage your marriage can fail I, I, I know couples parents who are listening to this you can testify to this you've been teenagers and you're married and you have children I have experienced that too but I'm not married I haven't I don't have a biological children by foster children and it's 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 really crazy sometimes but soon of course soon I do get married it's very soon and and I know I'm going to experience my own own feel of what it means to be married anyway so sometimes couples engage in sex before marriage then get married and seemingly get along well i have actually had stories of people who are like that but they have sown seeds of doubt and distrust which will bear bitter fruits later people actually get into that like there are people who do that i, I had a fr- i have a friend who told me this that you can't open a bottle of soda if you're not going to drink it wait until you're ready to drink it and then open it up and the waiting is get married then have the sex but i've had people who have actually had sex before marriage then later they yeah get married but the truth is you already sowing bitter fruits so to young people who are out there listening to this and you not married please don't engage in these things even if you think you're going to get married to this person so a couple who had been married 20 years was counseling i mean was years was counseling with dr henry um, trying to keep their marriage from falling apart so the husband said my wife doesn't trust me the wife shot back you don't trust me either why had they never trusted each other because they had had sex before marriage they were married it resulted in 20 years of suspicion and distrust and finally it reached their marriage like like okay so if you're able to, to sleep or to, sorry to sleep around or have sex with me how sure am i that you won't have that even if we get married it may not be painted there but it's something that is at the back of the mind a human mind is that powerful See, some people think think that if they just get married, everything will be fine. But this is not. A happy and successful marriage is not easy to come by under the best circumstances. But when you start out wrong, 
it's very difficult to achieve. So sex before marriage greatly reduces your chances of successful marriage. So one reason is that those who play around with sex before marriage tend to do the same thing after marriage. They are never satisfied, always looking for a new thrill. Don't be like that person. As you're listening to this, build yourself. If you've messed up, fix yourself. But the truth is, the consequences still lie and wait there for you. It will take God to save you. So you see, sex before marriage is wrong. As a conclusion, sex before marriage is wrong. So we have considered 10 practical reasons why you should avoid sex before marriage. But there, are, there, is, there is one reason that is the most important one than all the other 10 reasons, which is it's wrong. I mean, which makes it uh, like you to understand that, that sex before marriage is wrong. It is wrong because God says it's sin. So nothing can change that. Sin is sin. And sin is con- going contrary against God's will. That's what sin is. So God has said that all sex outside of marriage is sin. Sex between two unmarried people is called fornication. Even if you want to package it in a, a cool way that you see uh, sex before marriage, uh, uh, it's, 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 just a, it's just an entanglement. It's, no, 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 no. It's real. It's sin. It's fornication. It is one of the most dangerous, damaging sins, sorry. The Bible says, flee fornication. He that commits fornication sins against his own body. 1 Corinthians 6, 18. Fornication ain't good. So God says that all forms of normal or perverted sex outside of marriage are sin. Perverted sex, there is masturbation, having sex with your own self. There is... um, like the, the, there's a list of things I'm going to be sharing more and more and and you see people say times have changed you see what stays in Ve- like happens in Vegas stays in Vegas you see we live in a world whereby it's we don't know what black and white is so we just yeah we just slide along the gray but God has not changed God is the same no he has changed his mind about these things so the Bible says marriage is honorable in all and marriage, the marriage bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Hebrews 13.4. Go read it. So do not be deceived, neither fornicators. This is what God is saying. Do not be deceived, neither fornicators. And I talked about perverted sex. Fornication falls. It has like different things under it. So perverted sex masturbation, homosexual, like all of those things fall right there. So do not be deceived, neither fornicators nor adulterers, nor idolaters, nor effemities, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Homosexuality or homosexuals shall inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10 probably you say our God is an un- I mean he's not a loving God he is a loving God we are in a free world yes whereby some of the things I might have said could be called hate speech yes 
but reality still stays that if you're struggling with your sexuality God is the answer God is the source he created you man and woman male and female for a reason stay that way you have questions connect with God because God wants us to have the best and the best is only found when we trust God with every single thing so many young people do not understand why God tells us not to engage in sex before marriage so see some even think that God does not want us to enjoy sex but this is not true at all the truth is that God gave commandments concerning sex not to keep us from enjoying it but in order that we might enjoy sex to the fullest and over the longest period of time. So to illustrate what I mean is, is let's, let's think about trains, okay? Some of us, I mean some of the fastest trains in the world are in Japan. So these trains re- regularly uh, run at 120 miles per hour and at times they hit even 155 miles per hour. How can these trains attain such speed? The reason is just this, that they run on track that are superbly designed and skillfully built. The tracks enable these trains to run at their maximum speed. So suppose one of these trains would say, I am tired of running on these old tracks. They are too restricting. I want to be free and go where I want to go and do what I want to do. Just like a typical teenager, a teenage train. So this train jumps the tracks and heads out across a rice paddy. Trust me, it will actually result into something crazy. So you see, the train is truly free now. No longer bound by those tracks. Yes, it's free at all right but it's not running at 100 miles an hour. In fact, it's not running at all. Instead, it's lying there in a mud. And that's where it will remain until a power greater than it picks it up, cleans it up, and puts it back on the track. So that is the way it is with sex. God has laid down tracks not to keep you from enjoying sex, but that you might enjoy sex to the fullest and over the longest period of time in marriage. Satan, you see, Satan offends, I mean, often offers you the thrill of jumping the track, but you end up in the mud. If it's, it's God's plan for you to be married, and he, I mean, and he has just the right person in mind for you. When you walk down the aisle, on your wedding day to seal your vows before the holy God, you will be glad that you kept yourself pure. So someone reading, I mean, some sorry, someone listening to this may be saying, or reading what I am trying to say through my voice, could be saying, I have already jumped the track. Is there any hope for me? Yes, there is hope for you. Jesus can pick you up out of the mud of your sins and failures and cleans you up and puts you back on the track and that's what we're going to be talking about next week on my next podcast so in case you have failed you feel like you know what i'm actually the one you're talking about i'm out of the track i have had sex with several people 
trust me god is faithful he will set you free he can forgive you you just need to make the choice thank you so much for listening till next time again ciao ciao wow welcome back to this week's podcast Wow, I'm sure you actually had a good time last week listening to the conclusion of the three uh remaining um reasons why and now that makes the 10 that we've been talking about the 10 weights and consequences of sex before marriage. So as I shared earlier on I was like uh Arion last week that there's some of you who could be thinking this by the way um I've already messed up. I've had sex over and over with people and i don't know what to do you're telling me that 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 you see i have been thrown i've gone out out of my rail and 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 that god designed for me which is marriage so instead of staying pure and faithful i've actually jumped the ship i told you that this week i'm going to share with you what happens next you see i want to share with you this crisis example of forgiveness so um on one occasion some religious leaders brought to jesus a woman who was guilty of adultery they threw he, this woman at the feet of jesus and said teacher this woman was caught in adultery in the very act now moses in the law commanded that she should be put to death by throwing stones at her but who do but what do you say they were asking jesus interestingly i i even me myself i could be like eh, she was caught being what and the law says what i mean that's not right but jesus responded in amazing way but then i want to first break down this whole thing so that you understand where these men were coming from what they were saying what their decision was so these men did not care about this woman by the way they were simply using her as a means of getting to Jesus i mean getting Jesus into trouble if Jesus said do not stone her because he was a kind man just to put a pause right there if you're a guy and you're listening to this is Jesus your role model? Cuz the truth is if your role model is not Jesus, then trust me, you would actually be like, you know what, stone this lady, let's move on. It's what she's done, it's evil. But I'm sure Jesus thought about this woman. So this is what these guys wanted to test and see. They're like if So if Jesus had said do not stone her he would be going against the law of Moses but if he said put her to death he would be in trouble with the Roman government because apparently there's a law of the land God through Jesus and his on earth he is the king of kings the lord of lords but there is already a governing um principle or governing rule that that was uh, at that time was the romans the roman empire so jesus did not answer them right away he kneeled down and began writing in the sun in the sand 
when these men continued to press Jesus for a decision, he stood up and said. That's why it's very important as a man you need to think. As a man you need to decide. As a teenage boy, you're listening to this, you need to decide. Your feelings cannot determine what you should do. This may sound crazy for the boys, for the guys. Your erection shouldn't determine your direction. And someone once said, one of my pastors once said that, you know what? Your biggest sexual organ is your mind. So when the time comes and you hit harder and you feel like you should do it and ruin someone's life, I want you to take a pause and think about the consequences. Think about the outcomes and decide. Anyways, so Jesus stood up and said, He who is without sin among you, let him throw the first stone. Those who heard him were convicted by their conscience and left. One by one, Jesus forgave. I mean, like, one by one, these people left. So Jesus forgave this woman of her sins and said to her, Go and sin no more. Like, go and sin no more. Make a choice. Turn three, six, actually, 180 degrees from your sin and go back and sin no more. Don't look behind. And I'm sure she went and changed. But the question is, there was also a guy who she was caught with in this process. And the guy could have actually been among these people who might actually be saying, stone her, stone her, stone her. But you see, guys, let's make choices. Girls, you are pretty. You are gems. You are priceless. All right. So in other words, um, just as a conclusion, you see, Christ will forgive you. So Jesus wants to forgive you and make you clean in God's sight. So his, he, his blood is precious and he shed his blood for you and for me. So his blood can cleanse you from all sins. The Bible says the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses us from all sin. That is from 1 John 1, 7. So you do not need to be afraid to come to Jesus. He will forgive you. Just take an example of that story of um, this lady, uh, the, the adulterous lady uh, who was got and thrown and, you know, people wanted, like, people wanted her stoned to death. Jesus still forgave her. So this is what you truly would want. Get alone with the Lord Jesus. Tell him about your sin and tell him everything. He will not reject you. Thank him for dying on the cross for your sins. Ask him to make you clean through his precious blood, which was shed for you. And I'm going to desire that you get a Bible and you'll be able to read every single day or if you already have one and you've been falling short every single day because of the actions you've been taking 
of uh, sex before marriage, I just want you to go and read different things that will help encourage you. But I want to say this to you, that God cares about you, He loves you, and He thinks about you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And as we finish uh, the half of this um, uh, uh, episode, meanwhile, um, we've actually reached half of our, of our uh, season, uh, season two. We've reached half of it. And uh, next week, I'll, I'll be sharing something so interesting. I know, I know most of you would want to know about it and ask questions about it. Please, if you have questions, please share and I'll be able to help you. Thank you so much and have a good, good time.